0: All right. um, So God is very intentional. Um, I had no idea what Amelia was speaking about tonight. Um, She had no idea what I was talking about because I didn't know I was speaking until about 1230 today. Um, I didn't have a whole lot prepared, um, but there's a lot of similarities in what um, she was speaking about and what I was speaking about. Um, It's funny that she mentioned that her... um, she has a difficult time in December. And I was just thinking earlier today about how the fast in December is the toughest for me and for my husband because of the time of year that it is as far as it's basketball season. And we are incredibly busy and traveling and schedules are really weird. So it's it's funny that she mentioned that. Um, so this one, this one is always the toughest for me. I struggle with it. Um, So I don't feel very prepared to speak to you guys. Um, It's hard, because with the schedule being as it is, this fast is difficult for me. I don't feel as locked in as I normally do with the other ones. Um, I was on the prayer line this week more than I have been. So that was upped, which is great. Um, But I haven't been able to be in the house like I normally am. um, So it's it's, it's difficult. Um, so anyway, the pastor called today um, and asked me if I would speak. He had mentioned probably about three or four weeks ago, I guess. He said, can you speak at Fast Week? Yeah, sure. Just talk to me about it. And then I didn't hear anything. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm off the hook. And then he calls and he's like, well, um, can you be here? And I'm like, I'm sick. <laughs> I was joking. Um so he um, he'd asked me, actually, he mentioned something to me the night before Thanksgiving. And he said, um, I'm going to need you to do something. And so I'm like, great, so I don't have to talk a fast week then. And he's like, well, maybe not. I'll let you know. And so I got here. I was here Monday. He didn't say anything. I'm like, great, I didn't get a call. Good, awesome. I didn't have to do it wrong but again God is intentional and I think he's going to connect a lot of what I'm talking about with what Amelia was speaking about earlier. So a couple of things that he has been talking to me about over the past couple of weeks are when I found out I had to speak today I'm like all right lord what what do you want me to talk about what is it that we need to what is it we need to get out there? And I kept hearing pain. And probably a lot of that is because over the past couple of weeks, I've been in physical pain. Um, so I'm like, all right, pain, what, what about it? What do you want me to talk about? Where am I supposed to go with this? And so I looked up pain as to what it means. And I looked it up, and the definition came up a couple of different things. One is punishment. One is distress there was also suffering and hurt. So when I thought about pain, I'm like, okay, pain can come in a lot of different forms. It can do, you can have physical pain, you can have mental pain, emotional pain, and even spiritual pain. And I never really thought about that before, but to kind of give you a little bit of background, what I wanted to talk about was in my physical pain that I've had, um I've struggled for the past I don't know, I guess 8 years or so with some back pain. And what happened <laughs> what it happened was <laughs> <laughs> What happened was um I've struggled with it for a long time, but it got really bad in 2010 because I was challenged by my youngest son um who was about 13 at the time, I think. He was like, you can't pick me up. I said, okay. <laughs> so what'd I do? Picked him up. And I picked him up. But as soon as I put him down, I felt it. So I ended up in the bed for a couple of days. Got better. Um, and then here and there it would go out. It's been really good for the past couple of years. And... Then we were traveling a couple weeks ago to go see Ryder Play. We got up in the hotel, and I woke up that morning, and I was not moving very well at all. So I was like, "Okay." got through that. Then I woke up Thanksgiving morning, and I could barely walk. So we ended up at urgent care dealing with my physical pain. And my Thanksgiving break was spent in physical pain walking around my living room. So all that being said, I'm just giving you a little bit of background about why I think God was talking to me about pain. So when, what, what causes pain? Any kind of pain, whether it's physical, emotional, people can cause pain, right? Situations, your jobs can cause pain. Um, injuries and stress. And so this new pain that I feel strongly was due to stress um, that I was dealing with caused me really to kind of sit back and review and do an inventory and to kind of search what is going on with me? What am I doing or what am I not doing to manage the stress that caused me pain? And I had to really think about, okay, what am I, what am I doing? Am I not? getting enough word, am I not um, taking the time to relax, am I not praying enough, am I putting myself into atmospheres that are harmful, what am I putting into me, or what am I not letting out that's giving me this pain, so I had to really think about the atmospheres that we are in, the things that we're taking into our physical bodies. And Pastor Mel was talking not too long ago about how our minds and our bodies and our spirits are all connected. And the longer that I am on this earth, the more that I believe that to be very, very true and how things that are in your mind impact your body and impact your spirit. So I am going to tell a very ugly embarrassing story but first of all I wanted to tell you this so a few months ago I was asleep and God woke me up and he had this incident that had happened three years ago on my mind and he said I want you to write these things down and forgive me while I'm scrambling through my bible to find the some of the words that he told me to write down, because um, I'm going to go over those here in just a moment, but he woke me up and he said, "I want you to write these things down and so I wrote some of the words down, and I'm like, "Why on earth would he bring this back up to me what What is it that he's trying to make me see?" And I didn't tell my husband about this, so he had no idea that this had happened um, and then lo and behold this morning he brings up the same incident and I don't know if you know what I'm talking about but you're going to (laughs) and I apologize in advance (laughs) because I am your choice and here I go telling this lovely story um so about well it's been over three years ago now um over three years ago I went to a friend's house who was having a Halloween party and I went to over there and I told I didn't want to go that was the thing I didn't want to go I didn't feel like it I was like i I'm just I don't want to but I told her that I would so I felt like I still needed to go so I went to this Halloween party and I told my husband I said come back at such and such time pick me up we're gonna come home and he said okay and I get over there and It was okay. Uh, The only people that I knew at this party were my friend and her husband. And this, at this point in time, I was still drinking. And I get there and her husband makes me a drink and I drink it and I think that I had a second drink. (laughs) But I don't remember. And so one of the first things that God told me to write down was blackout. And we talk a lot about blind spots in this church. Um, and I was, and when I think about that, I think about blackout, and I think about how you don't know anything, you don't see anything, you can't feel anything. You're just in some type of existence. So then He told me to write down to breakthrough, blackout to breakthrough. So I'm at this party, and again, I think that I had two drinks. I vaguely remember texting my husband and saying, come on back over here, come hang out for a few minutes, and then we'll go home. I don't remember him getting there. I don't remember anything about the evening. I don't remember anything until the next day. And for all of you young people in here, this is what you don't do, Okay? This is a lesson to everybody. Walking mistake. Um, So I don't remember. My husband got there. I don't remember. Apparently, I had a few choice words to say to my friend's husband that I don't remember. And I had to call and apologize for the next day. I don't remember being sick in my friend's yard. I don't remember getting home. By the time I got home and my husband got me upstairs into the bed, the only thing that I remember is just like falling onto the bed. I do remember being sick in the middle of the night and I remember feeling horrible for about the next two days. So I'm telling this lovely story to you guys because I I thought it was a great illustration of what we are putting into our bodies that don't need to be there or what we're holding in our bodies that don't need to be there. And I think about how when you when you drink and this again just another illustration when you drink it doesn't like just impact one part of your body it goes through your entire bloodstream and it impacts every part of your body your heart your liver your your blood your kidneys your brain so what we're putting into our bodies and what we're holding on to is keeping us in pain it's making us sick it's hurting us. So when you're sick, and it doesn't have to be from alcohol. It can be from the flu, whatever. So when you're, when you're vomiting, right, you're trying to purge out the stuff that you got to get rid of, right? You got to purge it. And when you're really sick for a while, you can get dehydrated. And what is going to nourish you, restore you, free you get you back to full health restore all those cells the word that's our rehydration and so that was there were some these are just some words that he had me writing down and so poison is what is keeping us sick any kind of poison it doesn't have to be alcohol or drugs it can be bitterness It can be anger It can be jealousy Um all of these things that we're holding on to inside of us is causing a lot of pain. And I think about, you know, whenever you, when you don't talk to somebody who's hurt your feelings or made you angry, and you just keep it in and keep it in and keep it in, and then all of a sudden one day it's like you lose it. That's the purging coming out. That's not the healthy way to get it purged, though, right? That's not the way to do it. So what what we're doing to our bodies is keeping us in pain. And I had to think about a couple of things. I had to think about, sorry, I'm trying to see my notes. Apologize. I had to think about not only what we're putting into our bodies or what we're not releasing out, but the atmospheres that we're placing ourselves. And I think about how, and I feel so stupid some days, when we we were doing One Night with the King and we had the music playing in here, when you walked in here, it was just saturated with Jesus, right? And I think about how It made me feel to be in this building with Jesus just covering everything. And we recently have started in our house. I'll turn on um, praise when I leave in the morning. And when I come home, my house is peaceful and calm and inviting. And it's just serene. And I don't know why I didn't make the connection. (laughs) Sometimes we can be a little thick, right? Um, But, and the thing about it is, is that we originally had started this for our crazy dog. Yeah, we have a 13-year-old, Jack Russell, and it's actually Ryder's dog who needs, he needs to take the dog as soon as he graduates. But the dog is crazy. He's insane. He, He still acts like, A puppy he still tears things up he still eats things he's not supposed to just ridiculous and so I noticed when I clean my house I always have praise on what I'm cleaning the dog would lay down and be quiet he would just lay there and he would be just calm and chill and I'm like okay so the last freak out that the dog had a couple weeks ago he tore up the carpet I mean it was just a mess we're like, all right, we're going to leave the radio on praise when we leave and see if it makes a difference. I promise you it has. It has made a huge difference. And so starting it for the dog, as crazy as it sounds, but it has made a huge impact for me and my husband. Because when we come home, and I know that he's noticed it too, when we come home, the house is rich with God. And that's what we need. That is what is going to get out the poison that's what's going to get the purging that is what's going to take the pain away so today my husband and i went for a run at the park and i haven't been able to run actually Um, two weeks ago i tried to run and (laughs) it's like nope (laughs) we're gonna walk so i walked that week this past week um, we went and i tried and i was able to do a really ugly wounded duck trot and so today I said all right I'm going to try it and running at the park it's about a two mile trail I guess Um, and we got out there and I'm like this was right after you had called (laughs) so I'm like all right I'm going to get out there and Jesus is going to tell me what he needs me to talk about (laughs) so I'm praying and I'm listening and I'm trying to hear what he needs me to talk about but I went out there and y'all I had not one bit of pain in my back Not one bit. And I was able to complete the run without stopping, which I told my husband, I said, if I stop, just keep going, I'll catch up. I was able to do it. And I don't know, it's been over a month since we've been able to get out there just because of my back and travel and such. But when we get finished with with our run, we started praying out loud after together. And he said something that struck me today, which right after we got finished and he asked me, he said, how are you? And I said, I'm fine. And he was praying and he said, we need to take care of the body. He had no idea what I was talking about. We need to take care of the body. We need to take care of our bodies. But when he said that, what I thought was, we need to take care of our body, this body, each other. Okay. Um, I thought about how when we're holding it in, we have to let it out. And Amelia was talking about we have to die. And what I was relating with mine was we are about to enter into new beginnings. And in order for there to be a beginning, there has to be an end. And whatever it is, Whatever it is that's keeping you in pain, whether it's unforgiveness or bitterness or, you know, physical pain, whatever it is, it's got to end. It's got to end because we can't move on to the next level, to the new beginning until that part of it is over. And we had been talking so much about you know, dying to self and, and new beginnings. And I know that people who are here all the time feel it in this place that something so big is about to happen. But we can't have it if we're still back here and we don't let it go. Whatever it is that needs to be let go. And we all have something that we can let go, right? We all have something that needs to be forgiven or something that needs to be said or something that, um, you know, we just need to stop doing. It's, it's over. It's time. Let's put it away. Because the new beginnings can't start until that part ends. And all of that being said, um, I, I didn't mention, but I talked about it, but what I had said was how to avoid, you know, things that we do to avoid pain. And some of that is, you know, deflection, we put it off on somebody else. Um, We can use substances, we lash out, or we isolate. And those are the things that the devil will use to keep us back in the old place. And those are the things that we have to stop in order to get these new beginnings that God has for us. And um, I wanted to say, um, which was incredibly intentional again, was um, this week, um, some, one day this week, my devotional um, that morning was entitled Shake Off the Dust. And it says, shake the dust off your feet. The enemy of your soul wants you to get stuck in the mud of rejection and fear and unforgiveness. But that is not my plan for you. I'm taking you to a broad place, your promised land. And so when, and I knew I had read that earlier this week, and so when God was telling me that this is what he wanted me to talk about, I went back and read it again, and I was just, I was just stunned at how well it tied into what he gave me. So actually, the title of my message was Shake Off the Dust, because that's what we need to do. We need to leave all of that here, in this, in this place, to move forward to get the new beginnings that God has promised us. And I do have three scriptures that I wanted to share with you that I thought tied in with, um, with what, it, what he had uh, led me to talk about. The first is um, Psalm 30, verse 5. It says, For his anger endureth, but a moment in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And I love that because, you know, we, we all have to deal with some type of pain, whatever type of pain it is, physical, emotional. Um, but it does end, and there is joy when it's over. There is joy and there is peace. Um, then another one that I wanted to um, relay was Psalm seventy-one twenty, And it says, Thou which hast showed me great and sore troubles shall quicken me again and shall bring me up again from the depths of the earth new beginnings he will bring us back up from the depths of the earth and then the last one that I wanted to share with you is 2 Corinthians 4 and 17 which is one that we speak about often for our light affliction which is but for a moment worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory so all of that being said, Amelia's right. We got, there's some things that need to die. There's some things that need to die and some things that we need to leave to get rid of the pain that we've been dealing with. And I believe that it's coming. I believe that it is here. We just have to walk in it. And um, that's it. That's all I wanted to say.